Hey guys, welcome to Reactions Movies. Uh, we went and saw Gemini Man in 3D plus HFR uh, just because we didn't think it was going to be a good movie. Turns out it's not a good movie. Uh, but we did we did uh, love how it's shot uh, and love the new technology that's being used in this movie. Um, remember, you can find us on Facebook at Reaction Media. Twitter at Reaction underscore Media, and Instagram at Reaction underscore Media. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Anyway, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to Reactions Movies. I'm Alex. And this is David. Today we are discussing Gemini Man, the 2019 film that took a long time to make. A long time to make. Over 20 years, actually. That's ridiculous. It really is. Hey, I got an idea for this movie, but we can't do it yet because technology isn't there. <laughs> exactly. I, I just can't believe that somebody came up with this in 1997. 19, that's how long it's been? That's I mean, you said 20-something years. I guess I should have done the math, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was first conceived. The concept was come up with in, in 1997, but... Uh, Do we know who came up with the concept? We don't have to know. I just wondered if we did know. No, you were not supposed to wait for... Three and a half years no, trying to figure out. No, we don't know who we're Okay, cool. Concept. That's okay. We don't have to. If we didn't do that research, it's not the end of the world. Um, okay, guys. So on to the horrible news. Uh, this movie, they spent $138 million trying to make... Now, is that $138 million over the span of the 22 years? Or is that $138 million just in the past three? I'm pretty sure that $138 million is just Ang Lee. And I said three. Is that roughly... I mean, how long did it take to make this? It was actually about... Well, other than 22 years. Like, how long... I think Skydance bought the rights to it from Disney in 2016, and then they started casting Yeah, for did you role. hear that? Disney owned it. Disney had it for the entire time. They had a division called the, the Secret Lab that was their VFX department. How did Disney not have the technology to do this? Well, that's the crazy part. Is they, they showed samples of the cloning technology of having someone's uh, a younger version of the actor's face mapped over their own face and according to uh, the article that I read Disney didn't think it was up to snuff so nobody so because nobody because it's it. Disney and Disney sure. has to have it perfect sure which I mean is how Disney now owns the movie world exactly so I mean $130 million. The bad news of all that is that uh, in <laughs> domestic opening weekend, it only made $20.5 million. Yes. And yeah. worldwide, it only made $59.5 million. Yeah. Which means that they're in a large deficit of $78 million, roughly. $77.5 million. And it's on track to be Will Smith's uh, biggest box office bomb ever. Gosh, you just told him Will Smith was in it. There's no way they knew that already. Spoiler alert. Will Smith's in the movie. Spoiler alert. This whole podcast is spoilers. If you don't know that yet, sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like I should start putting in the notes, even though 
I mean, we're like, we have an established audience of 14 people. Like, I don't think we should, like, I think we should probably keep putting it in there so people who randomly find us and listen to the first episode are like, oh, they're going to talk about Jim and I. Dang it, I haven't seen that yet. We should start off all of our podcasts with listing the characters who die in the movie. Every single, yeah. Just rest in peace and then just go through it. We'll That's start a off, great idea. We'll start off with the deadly spoilers. The d- that's a great idea, actually. So, William Smith, that's what I put on there. William Smith. Is that his name, or is it just Will? Uh, I think it's Wilbur. Okay, Wilbur Smith. No. <laughs> Will Smith is in it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Uh, Clive Owen's in it. And Benedict Wong. And Benedict Wong's in it. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize him? Yeah, I just couldn't tell you his name to save my life until I saw it at the end, and you went... Oh yeah, Benedict Wong. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I, wonder, I was like, I know this guy. Why do I know this guy? I wonder if he dies, by the way. Yeah, he does. An explosion. Anyway, so as I said in the intro, we saw this movie in something called 3D plus HFR. Which are we right? It's 120 frames a second. So the thing with this specific format is it's normally shown in either 48 frames per second or 60 frames per second, depending on what they shot the movie in. For this movie specifically. There are 14 theaters in America showing it at 120 frames per second. And we just got lucky enough that one of those theaters was in Georgia. Is in Georgia. Yes. So that's why we went to see it at that specific theater that's over an hour away from either of our houses. Which we're probably going to continue doing on specific movies. Because <laughs> it was incredible. It really was. It was like looking through a window half the time. Especially in the opening sequence. Yes. Um, no, just, barely, barely any motion blur, even with that train that's going, what, 70 miles an hour? It's weird. Yeah. It's There's no motion blur when he sights up the train and then moves left really fast. Yes. There's almost none there, mm-hmm. which really messes with your eyes. Mm-hmm. And did you notice how Ang Lee was doing those really close-up shots? Like, he'd get the shot of just his hand and the gun and the trigger. Just the hand, just the gun, just the trigger when he, he takes the bullet out and, like, pushes it up against his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I could see Will Smith's fingerprint. Yeah, I know. You can see his fingerprint when he's about to pull the trigger, like in the, oh my gosh. Yeah, I wondered if he recognized that. I thought that was cool. And then the phone in uh, in the next scene? <laughs> the phone. The phone has a smudge on it, and you can see that. It, it's distinctly. Things, it's things that they don't think about because you normally couldn't see that. Mm-hmm. But I guess I have to assume that someone in editing was like, <laughs> there's a smudge on the phone. Maybe it was digitally added. A digitally added smudge. Might as well. I mean, they're digitally adding a person. <laughs> what did you think about that? Well, I'm going to let you talk about the negatives of digitally adding a person. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. It is really cool when they can get the upper lip right. Yeah. That was my biggest thing. You know, the other <laughs> thing that's weird is, or that's funny. Did you remember the line where he, he asked himself if he grew up in West Philadelphia? Well, he, he asked him if he grew up in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And there were like four people in our theater, and all four of them left. <laughs> is that because of... Uh... In West Philadelphia. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Here's kind of an obscure reference. If, if you think about it, and if Will Smith had been, or if his character had been a little younger, he could have been played by... Do you remember season five of Agents of Shield? No, but let's keep going. Okay. Do you remember they they well if okay so You have to remember that I binge watch things or I watch right. something for like three seasons, forget it exists, 
and then come back and try and finish it. So just just to just to refresh you, spoilers for season five of Ages of Shield. If anybody's watching and hasn't seen this yet, uh, they go to the That's future. Nice. They go to the future, and uh, they it's in the lighthouse, and it's being controlled by the Kree, right? Yes. And then they meet this this uh, young black kid named uh, Flint. Okay. Okay. Do you remember this guy? This not kid? really. Okay, we'll have to look him up later. But he looks like a young teen version of Will Smith. I remember he the name Flint. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, uh, the season was good, but it was weird. It was so weird um, compared to the rest of the stuff. It literally done. took me all of this whole season to figure out what was going on. Season six gets weirder. So so I might not watch it. <laughs> anyway, um, so the whole idea of the movie is Will Smith is, is an assassin. He's not just an assassin. He's the best assassin ever. Yes, yes, 72 confirmed kills. Is that the number? Yeah. You remember that? What the heck? Anyway, <laughs> so 72 confirmed kills. Mm-hmm. He's going to uh, get out of it because uh, he wants to. He's tired and he can't look at mirrors anymore. And he's scared that like, if he was five inches off, he could have killed a little girl, basically, mm-hmm. on the train. Yeah. So he's talking about leaving. He's going to get out. And there's the place that he's undercover working for, the DIA. Yeah, the Defense Intelligence Agency, I think is what they went. That'll work. Yeah. I was, I was going to go with the Dance Instructors of America. <laughs> is that a, is that a real thing? I didn't think it was, but... I don't think so. Yeah, I thought I, it was just a I riff on the CIA. I hope that Gemini does not exist. <laughs> so, at some point, they have cloned Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And there's a younger version of Will Smith who shows up to murder him. Because no one else can get the job done. Yes. So they figure, well, why don't we just send himself? Because, I mean, who wouldn't think that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's the best course of action. Hey, I'll just send himself to kill himself. He won't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, there's a cool chase scene. hmm Including a chase scene with a motorcycle. Yes. But the, before we even get there, they get into, like, this courtyard. Mm-hmm. And this is where... There's a really cool grenade explosion. Was that real? I have to believe those were practical effects. Because there wasn't the big fireball like you would normally see with a CGI explosion. It was a lot of dust and a lot of And we have a CGI explosion to compare it with, and we will later. Yes, we do. So, tosses a grenade over the ledge, courtyard explodes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, young Will Smith does not die. Mm -hmm. We're going to call him Junior. Especially because that's his name mm-hmm. in the movie. Yes. So anyway, uh, he tosses a grenade at himself. <laughs> yeah. And Junior shoots the grenade back. Yes. That was really, really cool. And I don't think that was a real explosion. It might have been, though. It was too close. I can't remember. I don't remember seeing the explosion that well. I thought we just saw the aftermath. Yeah. Anyway, they jump on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And uh, take off on a slow chase. Take off on a slow chase. It's a slow chase that's sped up, and that doesn't work because you're in 120 frames a second. So there's a scene where he's going up an alleyway, and it like speeds up, and it is weird. It it messed with my eyes. Did it mess with yours? I didn't notice it in the moment. It messed with my eyes during the moment. I kind of went, ah. But also I noticed that I could still see like, the colors of the buildings as we passed them. <laughs> it's so weird. 
I don't know if they can do that that well yet. Yeah, I think they were able to keep it grounded in context. Like when he was going down the alleyways, he never he most of the time he couldn't pick up speed because the uh, he was constantly having to turn or there was a car coming at him. So I think they were able to keep it uh, grounded right there. They didn't have to worry about any too many movie tricks. One of the things that bothered me, I guess, the most about CGI Will Smith is CGI Will Smith, his punching speed is is way too fast. It's very fast. Yes, yes. I've skipped a lot to get there, but I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> Let's go back. Motorcycles. <laughs> They're firing at each other mm-hmm. on motorcycles, mm-hmm. which is totally possible. You know, there is that really cool shot while they're chasing each other on motorcycles where he goes to fire the shot and then he kind of junior goes to fire the shot and then he kind of like loses his balance. Oh, and it's through his perspective. And it looks down at the, yeah, it shows you him like that correcting was a cool shot. Yes. It's only like 0.27 seconds, mm-hmm. but it's worth it when it's in 3d plus HFR. And then they did the same thing with uh, Older's Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, they did it right after that. Yeah, that was that was a cool thing. I liked how they did that. It's really cool. I mean, the whole the whole sequence is cool. But then, eventually, Junior knocks Will Smith. I don't. What is Will Smith's name in this movie? It's Henry. 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 Brogan. Henry, Henry Brogan. Brogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, Junior knocks Henry off of the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And he should not have lived. That was a pretty rough fall. It was a lot of rolling, a lot of road rash. But then he gets back up, and some of the road rash is gone because movies. (laughs) And Junior throws the back tire of his motorcycle at him. And then the front tire. And then the whole motorcycle. (laughs) The whole motorcycle. (laughs) And then Henry Broken dies. No, he doesn't. He should. Mm -hmm. Actually, when he throws the back tire at him, he gets tire rash. He gets hit in the face with a motorcycle tire, and it's literally there for like two shots, and then it's gone. Yeah, those were those were cool stunts with the motorcycle. I thought cool stunts. It's weird though because they're they're so hyper realistic, but not realistic. Yeah, because of the one hundred twenty frames a second, it's hyper like oh I'm watching this and it's actually happening, but it's not. So, <laughs> and it doesn't even make sense. He'd be dead by now. If you got hit in the face with a back tire of a motorcycle, Hmm. would you die? Probably not. You'd die if he revved the engine when he hit you. Rip your face off. Yeah, that would that would lead to some serious hemorrhaging. How does he how how do they end up getting Junior off him? Did Danny Well he throws the motorcycle at him? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he can't get him with the motorcycle, so he backs up and just throws the motorcycle at William Smith. Yes. Henry th- John William Smith Brogan. I, th- <laughs> I think that uh, that Danielle and Baron, who we haven't mentioned yet, yeah, these characters, I think they come to save him. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. I swear, guys, Danielle's, we just saw this movie yesterday. <laughs> Danielle's an undercover agent for the DIA, which Henry Brogan figures out within about 0.2 seconds because he's a genius, mm-hmm. apparently. Yep. Um, what's the other dude's name? Baron. Baron didn't even know his name when he died. Like, when he <laughs> dies later in the movie, I was like, oh, man. 
that that guy died. I don't know who he is. <laughs> is it fair to say that, that might be partially your fault? Because I feel like they said his name several times. They did. But <laughs> you didn't care. Didn't care. Like it's just like I can't even remember this guy's name is Henry Brogan. That's true. <laughs> He's the main character. I can't even remember his name. All I knew was that guy's Will Smith. He's an assassin. That guy's young Will Smith. He's also an assassin. There's a girl. She's supposed to be funny. She's not. And uh, there's an Asian guy. I have to say it's really sad to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead in that role because she did a really good job in all the other roles I've seen him in. Yeah. Or seen her in. Uh, She was... I think we talked about this before, but she was uh, Giovanni Ribisi's, well, what's his name? Uh, Marius Josipovich. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. In uh, Sneaky Pete, she plays his ex that uh, is a recurring guest character. Uh, Most people, or at least most people who are into the, is it fair to say nerdy movies? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Yeah. Yeah, she played the the girl that he was going after in that movie. That was her claim to fame, essentially. And you know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I see it now, obviously. Right. I mean, I've only seen that movie one time. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. You're not a nerd. I know. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so it was sad to see her in this role. I feel like that she was underutilized. I mean, she had some she had some good parts, but most of it fell flat. And speaking of falling flat, most of the jokes that Will Smith. Throughout oh, man, Will Smith has a ton of one-liners that don't work. You know what I was thinking during this movie? Have you seen a Bruce Willis movie lately, like one of his later movies? I saw um, Death Wish. Okay, do you feel like he phones it in now just with every movie he does? Yeah, pretty much. I felt like this was the start of that for Will Smith. Oh, and that sounds man. really sad to say, but he just seemed... And maybe he was trying to portray a tired assassin look... But I felt like he was a tired actor. You brought up Bruce Willis, so I have to do this side note, even if we don't keep it in the episode. Sure. Did you know that first Eli Roth directed Death Wish? Did you know that? Yes, I didn't know that. Did you, have you seen it? No. Did you know that Bruce Willis has done so many movies where he knows how to handle a gun that during the filming of Death Wish, the whole point of Death Wish is he becomes an, he becomes a killer. Right. He's just and an average Joe guy. he's just an guy, average right? Joe guy. Mm-hmm. Eli Roth in an interview said that he had to walk up to Bruce Willis and be like, hey man, you kind of look like you know what you're doing because you're you. Can you please not look like you know what you're doing? Because otherwise this movie doesn't work. (laughs) I remember you telling me that when the movie came out. (laughs) That's crazy. It's insane. Just like that's just been, like after Die Hard, it was just like, I'm going to continue making movies that are the same where I have to shoot people. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to keep making diehards, even though no one asked for that. Yeah, and I was okay with it up through Live Free or Die Hard. I actually thought that one was decent. but uh, You thought that it was plausible to throw a taxi at a helicopter? It is possible for John McClane to do you anything. You thought that it was plausible to outrun an F-22 in a crowded spaghetti junction type area if you're John McClane in an 18 wheeler if you're John McClane you thought did you only think it was good because Timothy Oliphant was in it no because at that time I didn't even know who he yeah, was yeah and that's like the worst performance of Timothy o- well no Hitman Hitman <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway that's a tangent mm-hmm. um, welcome to Tangents <laughs> new podcast Reactions starring Alex tangents. and David <laughs> 
So uh, do we talk about oh and uh, other best scenes? Other best scenes in, in Gemini Man. Is that it? I mean, we go to the end. Yeah, the end scene. The end where there's just a lot of gunfire with slow motion chips flying at the screen. They d- they did some good choreography and gun work with uh, Will Smith and Mary Elizabeth Winstead and their characters. They tag teamed a lot of the different soldiers. And they tag team and they talk about what they're going to do first and mm-hmm. then you watch them do it. Yes. I always think that's cool when they do that in movies. When they say what they're about to do and then do it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's One so thing simple. that's so annoying and I don't... I hate it. Like, I don't know why... Why are all of the machine gun rounds tracer rounds? Every single one of them. So we can see them. Yeah, but it that's, looks cool. <laughs> that's not how it works. No, it's not how it works. Every like tenth or twentieth or fiftieth or a hundredth or whatever is a tracer round, so you kind of have an idea of what right. you're shooting at. Right. But I think it's tenth mm-hmm. or fifth. Mm-hmm. But anyway, someone will correct me on that. <laughs> um, maybe it's third. Anyway, um, but I just I don't why. Just show everything exploding. I'll get it. I'll understand what's happening. It doesn't Don't, look as cool. Yeah, but if you show me all the tracer rounds, then I'm wondering, how is he not hitting them? I mean, like, that's <laughs> close enough to the ground. That would at least graze him. How does he not know that they're on the ground? He's a trained assassin mm. for the biggest, like, the biggest company, apparently, that trains militia in the, well, I guess it's not the U.S., it's in the world. Mm-hmm. Headed up by Clive Owen for some reason. <laughs> what did you think of Clive Owen's performance in this movie? I, he's okay. I mean, yeah. he's not. Is Clive Owen ever amazing? Yes. What do you? What movie? The two we talked about: Inside Man and um, Children of Men. All he does in Inside Man is say, "Dude." He has that monologue inside, at the beginning. Inside Man, Children of Men, Gemini Man. That's three movies with man in the title that he's been in. So, the, but he's only good in two of them. You didn't think yeah. he was good in this, did you? No. He just kind of is like, I am the guy who's going to wreck your entire life. We're going to kill you. I'm the father of you. Young you. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was trying to hide his British accent the whole time. Like I felt like it. I couldn't tell if it was supposed to come out or if it slipped out or... It, 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 his it all, accent was weird the whole movie. Generally s- slips out when people yell. That's true. Andrew Garfield, Amazing yeah, Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> so, uh, he's not great in this movie. No. Um, which kind of sucked. Yeah. He's old, too, now. I didn't know who he was. I looked at Dave and said, who is that? And he said, Clive Owen. I went, oh, yeah, that is who that is. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like everybody was kind of underutilized, and uh, I I don't know. So if, let me ask you this: Do you think back to Inside Man? Do you think that Clive Owen actually does a really good job in Inside Man, or do you think that Denzel Washington's in that movie, and so we just love it because every movie that Denzel Washington's in, or most of them, mm-hmm. I don't know if I count Flight, but a lot I of like movies. Flight. I did. A lot of movies that Denzel Washington's in Mm -hmm. are good. Because it's fun to watch Denzel Washington. Why? Because he's Denzel Washington. He plays himself in every movie. Why do we care about a train? Because Denzel Washington's on that train. You know it's only in like an hour and 36 minutes? No, I did not know that. You know why I know that? How many times have you seen it? Every (laughs) once a week at work. So, you know. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but yeah, Denzel Washington's just fun to watch. Always finish it. I did think that Clive Owen was good in that movie. And Inside Man. And Inside Man, yes. Because it's a bunch of monologuing. I like the sound of his voice, man. He's got a good accent, and uh, it's fun to listen to him. And 
And he's very smart in the movie. And he pulls off the smart guy really well. But he's not good in this. No. No. I think we said that like five times. Yeah. He's probably going to sue Reaction Media LLC. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know, we didn't talk about how many people were considered for the role of Gemini Man. Oh, gosh. there was Because it started production, or not started production, but really they tried to get it into development since the early 2000s. There were so many people tied to this this movie and there were so many actors that were tied to the main role. Uh, for instance, at one point in time, all of these actors were, every one of these actors was tied to the lead role. We've got Harrison Ford, Chris O'Donnell, Mel Gibson, John Voight, Nicholas Cage, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Clint Eastwood. What the heck? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Sean Connery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is everyone who's popular now, except for Nicolas Cage. Well, and it's also people who were... And Chris O'Donnell. Were, oh gosh, Chris O'Donnell. It's also people who were older, and they wanted them to be around their 40s or 50s so that they could have a de-aged version of them. And it would be that drastic. They didn't want somebody that was already in their 20s. Speaking of which, I mean, well, and and it was funny. I was reading some comments on an article, and people were like, "I guess they just didn't choose Keanu Reeves because he looks exactly the same as he did when he was twenty. <laughs> he totally does. <laughs> also, why would he want to be in, in a movie where the gunplay is not accurate when he's been the star of a series? He, he could have improved the gunplay. He could have helped. Yeah, but they sort of done tracer rounds in that machine gun. <laughs> okay, so pretty boring. Um, Junior shows up and tries to kill him again. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beats the living bleep out of him. Yep, in the catacombs. Oh, catacombs. we haven't gone to the catacombs. So the catacombs happens way earlier, before the, even the warehouse. Oh, I'm stuff. sorry. You were talking about... The catacombs sh- is terrible. The whole yeah. the whole fight scene in the catacombs doesn't really work. It's cool how they choreographed it, but Junior can't. Um, just doesn't look real in a lot of sequence because... His arms are moving too fast, and his upper lip doesn't move. But, you know, there's that whole, like, I am you. Here's what I know about you. I'm going to tell you all about yourself. And he's like, oh, I'm going to cry now. But no, that's not true. You're not anything like me. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead's standing there lighting the whole scene with a flashlight on the end of a gun. Yes. (laughs) And I feel like... I mean, like, like, wouldn't... Look, if, if you think that the person you're trying to kill, like, has feelings or likes or feels like... Whatever for Danielle. Don't you just hold Danielle hostage and murder her right in front of him? Haha, <laughs> I've broken your spirit. I don't know. You're talking about why why didn't a junior do that? Yeah. Yeah, he collateral damage. He was going to kill her right there. He said 11 minutes. Well, I think again that's the point that the movie was trying to make is that he's not heartless yet. He hasn't crossed that line. Whether I it made it effectively it made or not. It. <laughs> Whether it made it effectively or not, I think that's what it was trying to communicate. Anyway, fast forward back to where we were. Machine gun, <laughs> chips flying everywhere. They did some slow-mo thing where mm-hmm. the machine gun shoots through a bunch of grocery items and they fly across the room and it's supposed to look cool. Oh, yeah, that Gatling gun. Oh, that was really, really cool. Yeah, the Gatling gun's the thing with all the tracer rounds. That's what I've been talking about I thought you meant. Th- I thought you meant their uh, their uh, machine guns, the, the uh, handheld ones that all the soldiers run around with. But now we're on the same page. There I know we talking go. About yeah, it was like a, it was like it was shooting a laser. That, I get what you're saying. 
So I just dodged a bullet. Yes, I saw that. Anyway, they dodged a lot of bullets. <laughs> uh, an impossible amount of bullets while yeah. being in that store. And then what happens? Does he run out of... Yeah, he runs out of ammo in the Gatling gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he, Junior kills him. Yeah, something happens. Because it, if that if he did that, that was off screen because he shows up a little bit later. So No, I think he runs out because he's literally like, click, click. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I missed that part. Even though it's still showing mag- uh, like a, a line of <laughs> bullets going into the gun, he's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Movie mistakes. Or maybe that's how it works. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've never shot a Gatling gun. I haven't either. Bucket list. All right. Um, they run out of ammo. They run out of ammo. They get out of the building. Mm-hmm. No, well, yeah, and then they go into another building. Yep. And then... Uh, uh, Super Junior? Super <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Super Junior. Super Junior shows up. <laughs> you, but you don't know it's Junior at the time. You... Uh, yeah, you do. Well, you're not supposed to. Yeah, but you do. He's like freaking running on walls. There's a and- throwaway line, quote unquote throwaway line, where mm-hmm. it's like... He was messing with DNA, and he figured out how to create a super soldier that doesn't feel any pain and has no emotions. And uh, I'm like, okay, I know what's going on. And then this guy didn't feel any pain and had no emotions. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, they shot him in the head, like, I don't know how many times. It's like they were trying to drive home the point. This guy can't be shot in the head. They shot him six times in the head, I think. That sounds about right, yeah. They shot him with a shotgun at least four point times. Point blank. Yeah. They lit him on fire. Well, to be fair, he was covered in body armor. Yeah. You know? So, but, I don't know. That was that was kind of cool. Was it the shot of him in the fire? Was cool. The aesthetic of it, him coming out of the flames, uh, like it's kind of it kind of follows with the rest of the movie. Yeah, the the plot and everything wasn't that good, but the cinematography and some of the shots that he captured. Uh, was you really know what cool. we missed before they go into the building we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. There's a grenade. Oh, yeah. That Mary Elizabeth Winstead tosses. Mm-hmm. You don't see it at all. Mm-hmm. And then when it finally hits and explodes, it is so CGI. And it's really bad CGI. Like, it's like, hey, we drew a box and the grenade can't go out of this box. <laughs> like, the fire curls around that box. It, it's so bad. Mm. And why is there fire? Because it's an incendiary grenade. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> An invisible Cinderella. So um, we're going to finish this up really fast. Uh, They kill uh, Super Will Smith, or Super Junior. Super Junior. They kill Super Junior. (laughs) And uh, Clive Owen's character, whose name I can't remember, uh, turns out we. we, Yeah, because this movie is terrible. (laughs) We didn't know. uh, We found out earlier that Junior has been raised by Clive Owen. Mm -hmm. As is, yes. Yes. As a son, mm-hmm. and uh, he's about to kill him because he's found out all the stuff about him. And Henry Brogan, Will Smith, says, "You don't want to live with that. Uh, you can't live with that. There's once you once you pull that trigger, like you can't undo that." And takes a gun from him and blows Clive Owen's head off. And I am being accurate. He actually did blow his head mm-hmm. off. Seventy-three. <laughs> so, uh, and then apparently. It's not too late for Junior, and he just becomes a normal dude who goes to college. And has friends. And has friends, which I doubt he ever went to school, so I don't know how he's in college. Mm -hmm. He got his GED, I guess, because he's brilliant, Mm -hmm. apparently, Mm -hmm. about assassinating people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he gets friends, and uh, they start making a bunch of one-liner jokes that don't make any sense. And his parents are dead, so he lives with his Uncle Phil. And the movie ends. (laughs) And you're like, wow. Wow. That was exactly what I expected. (laughs) 
What what are we liking it to? Is it when we sat down? When we sat down in the theater, I said, "Oh, this is a Transformers movie. <laughs> this is a movie that." It's just I said this is gonna be a Transformers movie. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna be like, "Oh, this plot is terrible, but the action sequences are great." Mm-hmm. Guess what? We were right. Yep. So I'm gonna do the rating system now. Rating system. And we're gonna split it into three parts. You ready? Okay. Okay. Um, as a movie, how would you rate it? Four. Yeah. Because it's all right, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. I would say... Man, I might go lower than four. I was going to say five. I, w- I would give it a five. That's, well... Some of the action scenes kind of redeemed it, but yeah, most of the stuff kind of I still don't out. understand how I got an audience score of 86%. It's probably just Does because it of really? the... really? It did on... Yeah, I think. So, as a movie, okay. and then what? As, on a technical level, how would you rate it? And that includes CGI, cinematography, audio effects, um, all that stuff. How would you rate it? Six. Six? Okay. Six because um, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Really good. But there's a bunch of things a bunch of things that they haven't figured out yet because this is the first movie that I've seen that tries to do this. It's like the chase scenes, the grenade. Mm-hmm. Like you just got to decide what you're going to do and you don't want to, you, you can't cheapen the effect mm-hmm. uh, just to make it fit within your budget it felt like literally they were like and that that grenade happens 30 minutes before the movie ends so it's kind of like they got there and they were like oh we're out of money because we had to make young will smith so let's just do this grenade that anyone can make on their iphone cool we made it on our iphone (laughs) done yeah i'll I'll give it uh i'll give it a six as well It it was ambitious but there's still stuff that needs to be done with it yeah, so as of now, it has an 84% audience score. The tomato meter gives it a 24, yeah. uh, which is m- more accurate. We're giving it, I'm giving it a 40. David's giving it a 50. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in it being a movie. Um, mm-hmm. What's the third part? Just overall experience. Well, that's kind of unfair because of how we saw it. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall experience, mm-hmm. I can give it an 8. Okay. Um, just because it made me want to drive an hour from my house to see every movie. Sure. Um, if, it, if, if, however you see it in 24 frames a second, I don't know if that cheapens it or makes it better. I don't know. We haven't done that yet. Right. We kind of want to. <laughs> because, because, because we're masochistic like that. Yeah. <laughs> let's go see this bad movie. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, so uh, until next time, I've been Alex. And this has been David. That's so weird. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye.